Welcome back to the Legend of Zelda Games Club for the final time. Wow. I hate to see it go. But Did you I love to watch it leave? I love to watch it leave. Um, I have, of course, with me Connor McCabe. Connor, you were my my uh, cohort in this endeavor. I was. This is true. Yeah. Uh, we we did it. We hosted uh, 2,000 episodes on The Legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. the series. Um, yep. And hey, we've talked all year. You know, it was fun as we were going through it. It was like wow, it's crazy that we're actually starting this. And then it was like, wow, we're about halfway through. And <laughs> yeah. then as we were wrapping up, we are like, oh, wow, it's over. And then now, it, I mean, once we turn off these recordings, it'll be done. It will be completed. Um, of course, I have to introduce the, I'm going to say the, the real star of actually The Legend of Zelda Games Club. Like the real star is July Diaz, I think. Wow. Um, and thank you for calling me a real star. Yeah, um, the, the the I mean we are the three f- pieces of the Triforce. Um, I call power. Uh, <laughs> I sure don't call wisdom because <laughs> I'm dumb as hell. Um, I'm wisdom, I guess. Yeah, but okay, um, I call power. I I played about half the games, just over half the games, because I played a couple that I what didn't cover. Uh, I know probably Connor, you did the same. July, you played every single one of them, right? <laughs> Okay, so I was planning on playing every single one of them, but here's the thing. I did not get to A Link Between Worlds. I'm so sorry. Right, okay. Mm. Yeah. Have you played uh, it before? July, no. I'm going to ask you to please oh. leave the Zoom call. Yeah, okay. get out of here. <laughs> All right, it was a good run. Uh, happy to be given the title star, but maybe I don't have that title anymore. But Yeah, I think um, you just lost it. You just lost okay. it. No, uh, you are the crown prince of terror on this show. You um, made it, the most guest appearances, that's for sure. Of course. Well, yeah, because... Oh, that's it, something. In my case, you know, Connor, I had a hard time even getting guests who had even heard of the games that I was I, I was covering. And Especially like, with the ones you had. You had a tougher time. Exactly, yeah. And uh, I gave I gave you more of the classics because I thought it'd be l- more interesting to take some of the ones that were um, not as well known. And that turned out to be, uh, have, mix, have mixed results. I, it kind of yes. was. There was some gems in there and then there was some DS games. <laughs> yeah, the format... <laughs> I think it's your your premise was is still potentially correct that it would be more interesting. The format didn't allow for you to enjoy any of that. That that is mostly the case. Okay, in, gotcha. in some in some of the titles and then some some surprised me, but we'll get into all that. This episode is formally to say goodbye. To kiss the series goodbye. And say uh and say farewell until we do another games club which Where are we Sorry, where mm-hmm. are we kissing the series? Kissing it right on its mouth. As okay. It, and then it turns and it walks away forever. Or you can kiss its butt on its way out. Oh, okay, because I thought it was established you do like seeing the series walk away. <laughs> I do. But we're also going to kiss the butt. As yeah, it's we can also away. kiss the butt as it's walking away. I love to see you go, and I love to kiss your butt as you walk away. That's I don't see any I... problems with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can go ahead and do that, Jeremy, if you want. I'm going to maybe not kiss the series goodbye. I might, um, but I'll ask it first. Yeah, sure. Well, of course. Yeah, no one is no one is saying that we're doing anything non-consensually. This is a very consensual butt kiss. That I don't know. I'm just choosing. so shy. I, I may just 
ask the series if I can hold hands first. You know, take hold it slow. Its, yeah, hold it. Ask it. Ask the series if you could hold its butt as it walks away. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant by holding hands. Well, we Look. have reached the butt threshold that I thought we might <laughs> talk about on this series finale. You, I think the listener is gets the premise of this episode. We're going to sit here and chat about our feelings on the series as a whole, what it was like to cover them um, for us. We have been sort of dialoguing about this as we went, but I think that um, it's important and it feels like closure for me to do like a little episode just kind of saying kind of goodbye because i'll say this i'll start by i'll start the conversation this way fellas pour out some long on milk for the series oh absolutely pour that pour that right on oh uh, mine's chunky (laughs) ew um mine's minty and mine's strawberry flavored baby Mm. oh i uh yeah i'll say right off the bat uh, that's a pretty amazing thing we did it was quite the uh, the accomplishment in the short amount of time that we did give ourselves. Because I know it's been a year-long celebration, but at the same time, I w- if we looked at the actual calendar, we actually probably did it in like eight or nine months. Um, you know, starting in... Actually, yeah, probably closer to that. Starting in March, going through... Um, now this will release in November. Um, but more specifically, the actual game episodes. Yeah, that was a lot to play. And uh, yeah, pr- uh, proud of us uh, for for actually getting it done, and it was a really fun time. Yeah, I um, starting it out, you know, it felt like, oh, you know, we're gonna have t- plenty of time to play these games, and then of course, I don't know about you guys, but I ran down to the wire on a few of them. Not all of them. Some of them I was able to kick out fairly early, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely there were. Uh, I've, I've talked about it a bunch, but I gave myself about, it was like two or three months to play the first game, The Legend of Zelda, on the NES, because I was worried that I would never finish it, or like get around, or that I would have the time yeah. needed to explore and actually do things in that game. And then there were some, like The Wind Waker, that I did literally finish the night before. Yeah, I remember yeah. one I rolled credits on Mid pod, yeah, mid pod, yeah, yeah. Hours before the pod, July. Were were you gonna say something? No, yeah, I was also gonna say Wind Waker. I sort of, I don't know if you guys ever seen the film uh, A Clockwork Orange, but I had (laughs) sort of a similar device, keeping my eyes open uh, so that I can finish playing that game uh, right before the pod started. For well, actually, I wasn't on that one, but. Sounds like you used the uh, all night mask from Majora's Mask in order mm. to get through that game. I did. I wow. did. Yeah. But also Clockwork Orange, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you had like uh, Jack Gilbert come over and apply little eye drops in your eyes yes. as you were playing. <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh... For the, you know, it's great because <laughs> this is a different audience than normally gets to hear about jack gilbert so we're just spreading the gospel today jeremy but you know a couple of these patrons are just they they, they just know. cross something off their bingo card yeah absolutely um yeah jack gilbert when he takes time away from uh his duel Gilroy <laughs> parties nice yeah well i guess um you know uh I have a couple of... Uh, no one's going to understand what we're talking about. 
I have a couple of things I wanted to just, I guess, you know, reflect on. Um, first of all, I think it's a little bit of a bittersweet thing that we kind of did more for the series than Nintendo did this year. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. It looks like our bounty for the Zelda 35th anniversary will be Skyward Sword HD on the mm. Nintendo Switch and then the little uh, Zelda Game & Watch, which uh, is at the it will actually release on the day that this finale releases, November 12th, 2021. That's right. I'll be picking that up at Best Buy along with my copy of Shin Megami Tensei Five. Oh, there wow. he is. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, I did expect more, and it's something Same. that we talked about all year. We talked about on our network, just like speculating, will there be anything? Will there not? And I, the entire year, was like, I really feel like they're going to do something, even if it's just a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, I did expect more than what we ended up getting. It's not the end of the world that we didn't get more because I still have not gotten to play games this year that came out. Um, I can wait until ne- you know, like next year for more Zelda stuff, which it seems like we're getting. Uh, but yeah, it would have been nice to have a little more, maybe some more games released. Um, you know, yeah, some or like a legacy Zelda. games selfie stick or something you know so anything just a, just a little merch just like some oh, that's merch. where your hopes were at <laughs> yeah like a selfie stick or i don't know what would a zelda selfie stick be like would it just have like a zelda logo on it or would it be like oh it's like your uh fishing pole you get or filters. like the hook shot as you extend it out hook shot would be good mm-hmm. hook shot or the yeah. fishing rod or maybe master sword Maybe the selfie stick is the master sword. Yeah, you gotta uh, lug that thing around. Yeah. Good luck holding it up. You just stab your phone and then sort <laughs> of. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, Jeremy, uh, what about your thoughts on this? Did the, Are you like, what? Well, whatever? Would you have liked to see more? Where are you? Oh, sitting? yeah. I would have liked to see more. Obviously. Oh, and for for the listener, if you're listening to this on um, like some sort of main feed, like maybe years in the future, just so you know, we did this on Zelda's 35th birthday, like on yes. their 35th anniversary of um, the l- release of the first game. We we did we that's when we chose to do it because they they actually did acknowledge Mario's 35th, which the 35th anniversary is an arbitrary number yeah. anyway. It's not really like 40th is even better or 25th you know but um but yeah i think like uh i, I think 50th might be you know 50th will be a huge one a huge one well it will be but then you know we you never know what the state of nintendo is going to be like at that point and you know will another covid have hit and then yes uh, th- they will have a hard time <laughs> like super covid super covid from a delta uh, a, a zeta variant <laughs> <laughs> yep pretty much and um yeah, so you know, we understand that Nintendo struggled uh really hard during the pandemic and that and that really sucks. Uh they did acknowledge Mario's 35th anniversary. I think we all just assumed they were going to acknowledge Zelda's and they they did when they announced the Skyward Sword thing, but mm-hmm. they but that was it. And and the yeah. Zelda handheld thing. They kind of had a little basic version of it but well it it seems to me one of the things that had me feeling like we would get more 
this year is that I was like, they'll at least match what they did for Mario. Right. Mostly because of how low effort that collection was. Yeah. Like, it's fun. They all play pretty well from what I can remember. It's awesome to have them on Switch. But two, I think all three of them, if not two, were just straight up ROMs. And Nintendo really didn't put a ton of energy into them. It was easy to slap together last minute, especially in a year where, aside from Animal Crossing, they, they didn't have a ton going on compared to this year. They're riding so high, they didn't need to do that, unfortunately, I think is my conclusion. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's sad. We could have had like a, like a Zelda bikini or something. See, it's weird. I would have thought you'd be like hoping for games or like at the very least like amiibo, but you're just nah. going like I mean articles of clothing and, yeah. and gifts. Something uh, to take a selfie with, you know, like a some bikini. You know, I'm not thinking of sort of what a TikTok star would wish, like a <laughs> selfie stick or a bikini or something like that. I'm not thinking that. I'm more so mm-hmm. thinking merch because obviously I would want uh, re-releases of all the classic Zelda games, but if we're not getting those, maybe some merch would be nice. Yeah. Did you guys pre-order the the Game and Watch? I did. Yeah. Nice. I did not because uh, I did pre-order the uh, Mario Game and Watch, and then in the weeks after, I just I saw so many on the shelves, so I I, mm-hmm. I expect I can just walk into Best Buy and grab it. Best Buy and grab it. Yeah, I um, I, I I'll also say um, I'm not gonna open mine. <laughs> <laughs> I opened my Mario one, and I shouldn't have done that because just because you never play it. I I looked at it like twice. I played it. I I looked at it. Literally did everything you could do on it and put it back in the box. And now it just sits on my shelf. And I'm like, that was boring. I'm <laughs> useless. I'm definitely feeling like there's a good chance that happens to me. Yeah. Um, I hope that, you know, some year in the future I'll be flying somewhere and I'll be like, you know what? Instead of taking all that stuff, let's take the game and watch and like play two hours of Link's Awakening or something. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all. No. Maybe I'll do that too, actually. I don't know. Maybe I will open it later. But I just I just know that like I have no desire to play Link's Awakening Zelda One. And I'm definitely never gonna touch <laughs> Zelda, Zelda two. two again. Oh, yeah. Which, which, by the way, um, reflecting back on our coverage, uh, so I mentioned that you know, and I've said it before on the show, like I, I wanted to take games I had never played before. So I, I kind of like alternated with you and gave you some of the bigger ones. Like you mm-hmm. did both Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Yeah, I had well, most I'm, console stuff. Yeah, well, most. I'm over here covering like handheld stuff, but I started it off with Zelda two. And um, I I thought like what I was expecting was like more of the hidden gem kind of thing going into that Ooh, game and like yeah. other games, and um, and I got that with like a, a, a few of them like uh, mm-hmm. uh, Minish Cap and the uh, Capcom games on Game Boy Color, but uh, but Zelda Two was a weird way to start. July, what do you hidden <laughs> turd? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> July and Michael Hern were on that episode with me and um. It was just like a dark cloud over the whole recording of just like, mm-hmm. we're trying not to just be the most negative, but it's like, oh man, we almost felt like slighted <laughs> by yeah. the game. Um, so yeah, that that sort of was, that. I, I will say, I wouldn't take it back though, because that, that was a really interesting way to experience the series. It was like from, it was almost like from the 
Dark World version of a nice. world I had already experienced with Zeldas, <laughs> where uh, I had done the Ocarinas and the Link to the Pasts and the Wind Wakers before, but I had never done the Spirit Traxes or the, you know. Yeah, that'll. I will say that sort of the other side of the coin, like what you, you know, getting to play a lot of games for the first time was something that I did miss out on. I played, I think, only one game. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. I played two games that I never played all the way through before. And I ended up, I wanted to play especially, the, the specifically the DS ones in Minish Cap, but yeah. I ended up, you know, I think you could relate to this, like throwing another Zelda on your plate during the year when you're even trying to just enjoy other games. It wasn't super appetizing, so I just never did, and I hope I do someday. Yeah, I found myself in sort of the dregs of some of the be- like some of the worst Zelda games, mm-hmm. um, uh, getting jealous of what was going on on the other side yeah. and turning those games on. Like I remember starting when I was preparing for an episode, I think on Phantom Hourglass, uh, starting Twilight Princess up. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> just being like, I can't fucking stand this, <laughs> this game anymore. I'm going to uh, turn on something that I. I like and um, yeah. and uh, has anyone? I think I may be the only one because I think also you guys played a lot more of the console versions and a lot more of the delicious ones than I did. But has anyone else had the hankering to turn on a Zelda game since we finished? Absolutely <laughs> no. not. <laughs> no. So I'm I'm playing uh, Ocarina on the Switch. Oh, again! This will be my second of the year playthrough of Ocarina. Wow. Where okay. are you now? I am in um, the Gerudo like Spirit Temple. Yeah, like not. I'm in the village though. I'm like doing. The, oh, so breaking, like the hideout and stuff. Breaking out of the hideout, dude. Yeah. You are most of the way through that game. <laughs> I know, and uh, and I'm also um, and I just got to the King of Red Lions and Wind Waker. So I'm like. I'm actually playing multiple Zelda games, which I didn't know. What the I hell? Why? I get it, though. This makes sense based on everything you just You're told us. You're playing two at once? <laughs> well, there's two different reasons. One is the Switch one just got released, and I think it's a freaky... Uh, version of that game that I'm enjoying. Oh, I'm, you're right, you're right, right, right. I'm enjoying the freaky version of it. But then the yes. other reason is because I'm getting ready, ready for an episode we're going to do on Friday uh, mm. of, as of this recording, the GameCube mm. Space Solace. So I'm like kind of okay. wanted to remind myself how a lot of these games play on specifically GameCube and it's um, mm. and it's real good. It's real good. And Wind Waker's real good. Like you said, you were yeah. like getting a hankering for some of the more maybe traditional experiences. So it's... I totally yeah. see a little bit like all of those reasons make sense to me. That's that's fun. Well, hey, power to you, dude. I know it's it's uh, on top of everything else that should get played, especially if, for like a game of the year conversation. I'm like still playing old Zelda games. That's awesome. Uh, what My about you, goodness. Connor? Are you, do you have any um uh plans to in the future pick up one of the ones that you missed out on during definitely? The I yeah. I think in January I got ended up getting both. Phantom Hourglass and I know if I got that I got Spirit Tracks in January and I got Phantom Hourglass in February um and then I did buy Minish Cap on the Wii U virtual console for like I don't know it's like 10 bucks maybe but Mm -hmm. um I absolutely plan to I think the one I'm looking forward to the most is Minish Cap because I've heard it's not too long uh and apparently it's just a much better game than the other two but I am excited to 
to screw around, I, I turned on Phantom Hourglass. And, oh, yes. But I, I think yes. I did it like one day when we were at work, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. This was like, I want to say like June that I turned it on and never turned it on again. Excellent. But, <laughs> yeah. So I want to play those. I want to play. I would definitely play Seasons someday because I really did like a Oracle mm-hmm. of Ages. Zelda 2, I'm just still not interested in. Um, well. <laughs> who could have guessed yeah. um don't let I mean, us dissuade you from trying it out though give it a shot <laughs> you know what i would actually like to try someday um if it ever we ever had all of the equipment to do so four swords adventures would be really fun that okay so let's get into some regrets yes that is my biggest regret of the um of the show is that we didn't do four swords adventure or um, even Triforce Heroes, less mm-hmm. lesser Triforce Heroes, but more so Four Swords Adventure, because I think we could have had some silly, fun streaming time with that, and yeah. like, and like a quest to like pick all the get all the pieces together for that, because it would have taken effort to do. It would that. have been. It really would have. Uh, yeah. I also, I honestly just wish. I mean, I th- I'm really happy with the choice we made, but. You know, maybe someday we'll want to cover those for like a co-op or some other book club episode that we would we could even just release onto this feed. You know, the some someday when that comes. Oh um, yeah, you know, down the road. Well, uh, that's the rule with these games clubs episodes is we have to keep up with the series as it goes. So when that's Resident Evil Two me. comes out, we'll have to do an episode on it. Like that's Ooh. what happened with Village when Resident Evil Eight. Came yes, out. we had been done with that games club and then did that episode. Yeah, so that I'm excited about that because I was thinking the same thing, and that's just already what we've done. <laughs> um, but also, yeah, I, I wish I could have given a little more attention to the games we didn't cover. Even I'm not even a Triforce Heroes or not Triforce Heroes, a uh, uh, Hyrule Warriors person. But uh, you know, maybe shining a little more light would have been worth it for someone, uh, but not us at least. Yeah. People like that game. I mean, it's not a and it's do, probably yeah. not a bad game. I just um, love that game. Yeah, you do. There we are. <laughs> I'm more I of a Persona Five Strikers guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a uh, Fire Emblem Heroes fan. Dude, I'm like late at night, tossing and turning in bed, thinking about that game. About which High Warriors, the first one or first Age one. of Calamity? For, ah, first one. Yeah, I think that the um, we did a lot of bonus episodes f- on top of the Zelda coverage that we did. Uh, not a lot, but we did some. And I think, yeah, we, we, we might have had plans to do more. But I think that we found that just a little bit of exhaustion, or I know in my case, trying to um, shield myself from exhaustion. Like knowing that if I was going to do another one, I was going to break. Shield. Yeah, You were on the precipice of... <laughs> of not enjoying it entirely and doing too much more would have just pushed you over into that. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say though, that I, I was right to do that because I did enjoy it. Like I actually did have a good time this year. I don't know. Did you guys actually have fun? Oh yeah. Yeah. How did you feel July? Especially as you know, someone who who played more games than both of us did and really by choice just chose to do it. Yeah. A lot of the handheld ones I've never played before. So it was exciting to jump into those and, like you mentioned, this was basically the whole year for me. It was just, this is all I was playing. It was just all these elegant, yeah. which 
I didn't mind at all uh, because I feel like this year for me, and this might be tipping my hat a little too early for mm-hmm. a, a later game of the year discussion, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like a lot yeah. that I was interested in came out this year. So it was the perfect time to sort of go back and uh, play some of these uh, for the very first time. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed a, a lot of it. That's yeah, cool. That's I have great. A, I have a question for you, July. What was me? Do you, does like a biggest surprise stand out to you? Like maybe how much you enjoyed something, or how much a game maybe didn't actually hold up like you thought it might. Well, yeah, you you mentioned uh, Minish Cap. Minish Cap. I can't believe I missed. Mm. Uh, it was definitely something that I would have loved to play when it came out because I also had the advance and the sp yeah uh so yeah i don't know why i missed out on those but uh because uh yeah, everything about that game is great it's the art style the music uh i like the story in it the gameplay mechanics yeah. yeah the um the gimmick in it is also great and yeah. they're not always great you know mm-hmm. the getting tiny getting tiny yeah it's a good gimmick um that's my answer too for biggest surprise. Oh really? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Minish cap, biggest that's, surprise. What's yours, Connor? That's what I want to know. It's a a tougher question, I think, because I was so familiar with the most of the ones I did, with the exception, like I already said, of Zelda One and Oracle of Ages. But I might, I might say how much I enjoyed Zelda One is probably my surprise of the year. Uh, I I just talked about it on uh the call me by your game autumn check-in where i just talked into the microphone for 45 minutes by myself um apparently people liked it though so got some positive yeah. feedback i was happy about that's that. a throwback to your uh very first christmas episode. dude like almost two years since i did that and uh it's kind of fun but only every so often uh, it's like you did three wtf with mark Marin intros <laughs> for yes. one episode Bingo. Uh, you know how it is, July. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I already talked about it, but how much Zelda won, how f- much fun I ended up having with it, and how much uh, I really feel like I got to, as close as possible, emulate that experience, but it's not just do that, but really enjoy it, because I was... N- I've toyed around with it before. I've never really loved it. I've, like, tolerated the first, like, two to three dungeons... But playing it this year with that cushion, I basically I think I I think it took me a month, but with that month, maybe a little longer, it was just enough time for me to be patient with myself and the game and learn and die a million times. Uh, and it ended up being just a really fruitful experience. And I was like super proud when I actually beat it because I didn't think I was just like, oh, this is never a thing I can do, or I'm not even capable of doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was that was probably it for me. Yeah, can wow. I do a, a shout out real quick? You yeah. can do a whole shout out. Okay, so uh, one oh. shout out though. <laughs> okay, this is one shout out, just one. It better not be Joe Rogan. <laughs> okay, so this is a different shout out that I want to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just want to shout out the technology of being able to save states for these oh, games God, because otherwise yes. <laughs> I don't know how I would be able to complete these games in the short amount of time we had before discussing them yes 
And in fact, I will say that in my case of playing two DS games where I didn't have save states, um, that was sucked. (laughs) (laughs) That definitely sucked, especially for one of the games in particular where if you die, you have to kind of backtrack like a whole the temple's worth of mm-hmm. stuff. Ew. Um, but, um, but yeah, I agree. Save states are especially with Zelda two. Oh yeah, crucial. Yikes. Crucial. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would save spam or save scum bosses. Yeah, like I'd be in midair, like doing oh, a I jump and just yeah, and then like just no, nah, like like keep kind of like getting hit. Dracula yeah. and the first Castlevania, but oh Zelda yeah, too. yeah, oh yeah, I did that too. I um, would count like okay, so I hit the boss like uh, four times. Okay, I'll save it here. If I die, I know like I I got him four times, so I only have to hit him this amount of times. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, I wanna uh, what is uh, I have a couple of questions. Oh yeah, for everybody like fun ones so we could kind of go out on. Oh sure. cool, I got some fun ones in the bank too. So let's, oh let's, shit, let's... okay, let, I'll do one, then you will alternate. Okay, cool. In July, July, if you have you one, listen. you could yeah. In July, oh, you sit patiently and listen. A ton of questions too. Um, here's one of mine: is um, now that we've played the whole series, mm. uh, what is the definitive console for Zelda? Oh, mm. um. Because keep in mind, we also emulated some of these. We played some of these in weird ways, in some cases, you know. It yeah. My, so that, hmm. What do you think, July? I think I know. I think I have my answer. I think for me, it's the Wii U because I love that answer. You can play Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD. You're You've right. got Virtual Console versions of uh, Zelda One, Zelda Two, Link to the Past. Uh, there's Probably also the Minish Cap. I bet, yeah. Minish you can Cap. do both the DS yeah. games on there, even though that is not oh, a way yeah. to play them, I've heard. Ocarina. Yeah, July knows that. <laughs> Majora. You can even get Skyward Sword on the Wii U. You can buy it at the Virtual Console. So, oh, oh wow. You And you can play Breath of the Wild. You can play every Zelda game on yeah, the Wii yes, U. Yes, I, yeah. Yeah, I have the physical version of uh, nice. the Wii That's nice. awesome. I have the yeah. digital version. <laughs> I love that. No, you're right. I, it's that for sure. Yeah. I'm going to say just for funsies an alternate console that Do I it. think that I think is great and that I ended up playing the most on and that's the 3DS. Yeah, shout yeah. out to the 3DS. That was cuz both those the best versions of Ocarina and Majora are on the 3DS mm-hmm. and then and then anything before that Pretty much, you can play on the three. Yeah. So the first two games, Link's Awakening, Link to the Past. So this um, isn't a question you asked, but Link Between Oracles. Worlds on there. Oracles, Oracles, the, uh, and the DS games. Yeah. 3DS is definitely the most fun I had playing these games. I yeah. didn't. Sometimes with the Wii U, because I didn't have like a Wii U Pro controller, I'm just using that big hefty boy. Yeah, the gamepad. It's kind of tough. Yeah, it's tough playing those games sometimes. You got to find like a whole like bed to set the controller on when you want to put it down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I got to like play with a bunch of consoles for this, which was fun. I did, I don't need to go through all of them, but I played uh, the, what was the first one I did? Oh, the Switch for Zelda 1. I just played on online. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I used an actual Super Nintendo for Link to the Past. Uh, mm-hmm. I played the 3DS for a couple games, uh, in- including Link's Awakening on Game Boy. Went back to the Switch, did two on Wii U. So it was kind of fun for me to use a bunch of consoles this year, honestly. Yeah, I I did use a couple of different consoles as well. Um, I actually used a Game Boy Advance to play Minish Cap, which was fun. Wow, that's killer. Um, even that was though a I lighting I, issue with that. Well, I have the Game Boy Advance SP. Okay, so I it looked you know okay, it was, well, it was you great. Let me say Advance first. Sorry. I the advanced SP and I, you know, I played it in bed, which was really optimal. And, um, and then, yeah, like, uh, I, I, um, yeah, that was it. I, I played my Game Boy Advance and then 3DS for like every other game. Dang. I guess, I guess Zelda 2 I played on my, um, NES, uh, mini. Oh, that's fun. Same. Um, I have a, got a, I got a fun question. Yeah. Uh, and I got a couple of these in the tank, actually. They're sort of similar. What was... Do either of you have, like, a standout temple from Ooh. the series? Or maybe, like, a couple that mm. come to mind that you're like, these are a couple of my faves. That's great. Yeah. I'll, uh, one that immediately pops to my mind is Twilight Princess, the the ice uh, area the oh, mansion yep the yeti oh that's badass that's that's the that's a good temple <laughs> it's uh, snow peak ruins i believe yeah, it's yeah. titled yeah so that to me was and i'm sh- i'm sure it's happened in a previous zelda but that to me is like the definitive oh this is a t- this is actually a temple this place that looks kind of like it's just another area to explore uh, which is really cool one that of the best examples of just like making it be like, oh, this wasn't just mm-hmm. built for this game to be a dungeon to go through, but like it's part of the living world, which, yes. you know, I'm not going to hold every temple to that standard, but it is definitely oh, extra points when you can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that one. Uh, Jeremy, any, uh, any, does one come to mind for you? Cause I can name one. Go for it. Name one. Um, it's going to be obvious cause it's, still my favorite game period but the stone tower temple from majora's mask which i know is like mm-hmm. a headache for a lot of people mm-hmm. it, and it's been a headache for me in the past but now i was like just familiar enough with it to where the challenges were not frustrating this time and i sort of felt in control and just love the way that they flipped that temple on its head uh, i felt like the puzzles were really unique and challenging uh, the only thing is, the downside about that temple is I don't like the final boss. It's the two, mm. tw- it's like the twin mold. I think oh, thought it was yeah. like a really disappointing for me. Um, and it's and it still is. But Jeremy, what about you, dude? Um, highlight temple for me this year was getting to finally play the water temple in Ocarina on the 3DS, which Ooh. was way different experience and a lot more fun. Um, and then I really love the Cave of Flames from Minish Cap. Just uh, it, it's a it's watching Link get in that <laughs> minecart, and he's going so fast, and his head is like, and he's like screaming at the top of his lungs as he's like getting this insane <laughs> minecart whiplash. Yeah, yeah, is so funny to me. I laughed every time I got in that cart. Just made him go like, wah, because <laughs> that game has like some voice acting. <laughs> so he's just yes. like, wah. He's just like free. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's awesome. And like, I think that uh, your your cap primes you for like, oh, let's get in a mine car. Yeah, this should be fun. Yeah, like should be a good time. And then you get in, and then afterwards he's like, I'm sorry, that was terrible. That was way too fast. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you terrible advice. Yeah, it was uh, that that I really liked that. Um, um there were there's a been a bunch I love in the series. Um, least I, favorites, anyone? Um, least favorites. Hmm, I'm gonna go ahead and um, I think the first thing that pops in my mind, uh, it's kind of a weird choice, sort of a weird pick. I'm gonna say all of Zelda two, <laughs> all of Zelda two probably. Uh, uh huh. Yeah, just every temple in that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, for for me. Uh, there, it's hard to pick on Zelda one cause it was just such a different thing, but it, mm. none, almost none of those are even interesting. Um, get the last one. Like, I think I forget if it's turtle rock or whatever it is. It's at least got some trickiness to it, but for the most part, it, it's pretty bland. So I don't think it's fair to almost even compare that one. It's probably something like, you know what? I actually really didn't like, I did not like the first temple in twilight princess. I felt like. It was, it's like the, the forest monkeys. temple where the, with the monkeys. Ah. And it's not that I like the elements, dislike the elements of that. I just felt like they made it almost twice as long as it needed to be. And mm-hmm. was, you know, not every temple also needs to reward you for going off the beaten path. But this temple was like, this is the way you're going to do this temple. And at the time that I started that game, I was not having it. So that was probably my least favorite. It's probably not the worst temple that I played. But right. I was just annoyed in general. Oh yeah, that's actually so. My I think the temple I struggled the most with, which I want to replay, but I didn't. I did not. I I this was my least favorite was the water temple in Majora's Mask. Um, oh, I yes. had such a hard time with the swimming mechanic with your with your um your that mask Zora guy, Zora. Uh, uh, but the um. I'll tell you a temple that I think is actually probably a pretty good temple that I just, by the time I got there, I was fucking over it, was <laughs> the last temple in Skyward Sword, that one where you have to like move the rooms around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. was just like, you got to be joking. Like yeah. that yeah. when I find because it was came off the heels of probably a worse temple. You know mm. what I mean? Like where like, like I don't, I, I don't really know because I don't really remember in the order of which ones I liked, but I just remember like just beating a temple, being like, this is it end game coming up and then it was like nope one more temple and i was like that is ridiculous they also had you do like three different fetch quests right before that too so yeah yeah connect collecting uh musical notes in the flooded uh wooded area sneaking around the fire area Mm -hmm. um yeah uh um Oh, uh, one more question on the same note is any standout like I, and Jeremy, we did we did a whole hookshot episode on Super NPCs, mm-hmm. like talked all about the hookshot because I think it's one of the more interesting and fun classic items. Any standout items for either of you, whether it's an old faithful or maybe a new one that you mm-hmm. uh, got to f- interact with? I can kick us off too. Yeah, go for it. Um, to give you guys a little time to think. One that comes to mind is uh there was like in Oracle of Ages, there were two. Um 
there was this seed shooter thing. Was that mm-hmm. in Seasons, Jeremy, where you shoot a bunch of different kinds of seeds? Um, No. There's, was that in there, July? I, July, do you remember? It might both be hard to distinguish at this point. Yeah. <laughs> for me, so they could be in so. both, but I don't yeah. think so. You use seeds in the in in Oracle okay. of Seasons, but I don't know if... Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember a seed shoot. Yeah, because they switched the items a little bit. Some of the mm-hmm. items in one game are not in the other one. Um. Well, I really liked that because you eventually get up to four kinds of seeds, and you can either you can shoot them. Originally, you just have a bag, and you just toss them. But they each have their own different interactive elements that you're using throughout the game. You can ricochet them off of some platforms to hit switches. You can also fight enemies with it. Uh, it was really, really fun. And in the same game, there was like this, I think it's called the switch hook, where it looks like a hook shot, but mm. you shoot it at something and you switch place with whatever you grab. And I thought it was really used really creatively. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, yeah. Similarly, the uh, the magnet gloves. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. That's that pretty cool. Pr- pretty cool item. And then also the... Um, the spinning top item from Twilight oh, Princess. Yes. Where you hop on it and you're just riding around. Mm-hmm. There were some fun puzzles, July, in that game on sort of like mm-hmm. it's sort of like just you can get a heart piece or something out in the world, but yeah. I had fun using that little top a few times. Even though it wasn't like I didn't feel like it controlled amazing, I still had fun with it. Yeah, that's something that I feel like could have been brought back in a later uh, Zelda game, or or hey, maybe Breath of the Wild too. But uh, I, I see a lot of potential with something like that, even as a weapon. You yeah, know, can toss it at some enemy, hop off of it. You know, totally. Um, any like equipment for you, Jeremy? Is there an item out there? Anytime you got rocks, cape, or rocks, feather, that oh. was, that was always like. That was always my favorite parts of those games. Um, specifically, I guess, Oracle of Seasons, where you get Rock's Cape, where you can do the jump, not only jump, but then the fly. Or you get it in Minish Cap, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Especially because it's like the anti-Link move. Cause I know. In almost the whole series, yeah. ex- except going off of like ledges, you don't jump until Breath of the Wild. And this game, I mean, that game, that item... And those both of them allow you to do that, which is so fun. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's really cool. I love that. Um, and then uh, this is like not so much an item as much as a mechanic, but like bowling those bombs in Skyward Sword uh, yeah. when you don't have to do it with Wii Motion Plus is way cooler. Yeah. I liked doing <laughs> it with the controller a lot more. Yeah, there were some, you know, Skyward Sword... Yeah, it's got its issues, but I really liked where they did some creative stuff like that. Um, and it's nice that you can just have button controls for a lot of that, even though I ended up playing it almost fully with motion controls. Um, yeah. Jeremy, did you have another question you wanted to ask? I was going to just ask a more general, like, what's everyone's favorite moment of the whole year? with Zelda Games Club. It could be a recording moment. It could be a game moment, a gameplay moment. Um, I could say my least favorite moment. 
I don't think you should. <laughs> so my least favorite moment is probably on the Ocarina of Time episode where Jeremy explains to the guest Jake Sprague uh, the ending to Skyward Sword as I never played the game before. I, I didn't realize he was just going to go ahead and just spoil the game for me. <laughs> then we were talking about the timeline. Also, my favorite moment of the year is when July apologized to me because it really wasn't a spoiler what I had done. That's true. That's There's true. so much fun, so many fun storylines outside of the games that listeners can just follow along all year. Uh, <laughs> I, July, I didn't know where you're going with that, and I should have known immediately because that's <laughs> been my one of my favorite <laughs> things since I knew it where happened. It was going. Um, um, that same episode though is mine is when uh, we got to talking about the uh, Sheik getting thrown around by the ghost oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> favorite gameplay and favorite podcasting moment was just that Sheik. is a crazy funny moment in that game yeah it's one of the funnier moments in all of the Zelda series yeah is, uh, unintentionally yeah. funny also can I, can I also point out another funny moment from that game just because yeah. I've been replaying it so when the tree dies, when the great Deku tree yes. dies, uh, uh, Link in, and Navi, who he just met, he just met all these people. He doesn't know any of them yet. He just watches this tree die, and then Navi's like, goodbye, sweet tree, or whatever. And then Link just sort of walks backwards. Oh, yeah. yeah and then yeah. runs away. He just like, books <laughs> it. Like he's, like he's just like, I don't belong here. I don't want to stay here and listen to this anymore. He it's does that so to Saria when he leaves the forest, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's just like. That's it's his, a really ah! funny move. That's it's always move, Homer yeah. going back into the shrubs or whatever. Yeah. That's the <laughs> Gosh, that's good. Yeah. Um, for me, it's a couple things. Um, it was really cool getting to have uh, Mauricio on for the yeah uh, Majora's Mask Mauricio episode. Shout yeah, shout out to one of our mainstays here at Super NPC Radio. That was really fun to have him join in here. You know about what that game meant to him and share some really fun times. Um, and then <coughs> what was I just, I was trying to suppress a cough. I could feel that tingle in my throat and it got me. That was also my favorite moment was the suppressing the cough. Um, tingle. tingle baby. Um, I would say either uh, all the streaming I did, I streamed, I stopped streaming during twilight princess. So I didn't stream a minute of skyward sword but every other game that I played on console, I streamed a decent amount of, and it was uh, a ton of fun. We had a ton of people show up to those streams. July, did you even hop on a stream with me once? Yeah, what, what was it for? I think you hopped on, oh, when I finished Link to the Past. Link to the Past, yeah. Y- yes, when That's I... That's what it was, yeah. That was really fun. I had um, a few other friends like Jacques hopped on with me, Patrick Ellers, Eddie Martin... Uh, I was supposed to do more, but it was so much fun streaming, uh, and I've got, finally gotten back into it this last week, so I want to keep doing that, but beating Zelda 1 on stream was really special uh, yeah. at the very beginning of the year. That was cool. Uh, I definitely saved a clip of that moment and shared it, um, But which I think it's all tied together was like just spending time with so many people and, and uh, getting to talk to also people I didn't expect that were Zelda fans about certain games. It was fun. Yeah, that is that. Yeah, that was great. Um, I think Adrian Holmes was like a big uh, mm. part of our DS coverage, which ended up being super great. And we finally got Eddie Martin on a on something that was uh, non Call Me by Your Game related, yeah. and that was cool. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, def- def- definitely, like that was that was like an interesting and cool part of this whole uh, process. So, yeah. Um, any? Uh, I mean, what does anyone have? Any other uh, big questions for the group to ask? I feel like I've got like a sort of a wrap up uh, thing I'd like to hear from all of us is maybe like how we're feeling about the series and how perfect what maybe what what this was like for all of us i know we've sort of talked about different pieces of it today but maybe on our way out we could each just talk about that a little bit what our thoughts on the future of the series are or just how you feel about the series right now and yeah Yeah. hopes for the future is cool yeah i think like uh final thoughts could just encompass everything yeah just where you think it's going where how do you like where it's come you know all all Mm -hmm. of it Okay, well, um, I think it's great. I think the series is good. <laughs> it's great. I think, I think it's, it's a, a fantastic series. I think um, it's fantastic. as much as sort of some of these games have a similar story arc and almost you, you play one, you've kind of played them all kind of feel. Yeah. They all still kind of... Um, reinvent themselves in cool ways uh which is surprising and and uh exciting to see and uh you know I, i'll never stop talking about this but the music in this series is probably some of the best video game music ever made uh uh yeah i mean i i have high hopes for breath of the wild too and uh yeah, I might. I definitely will be replaying some of these, but per- maybe just not so soon because I'm so close to just <laughs> finishing playing all these. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, those are my thoughts. Nice. Um, yeah, this is, you know, coming into this whole series, this was already my favorite video game franchise. It's also usually been like the sort of easiest version of a game for me to digest because. While there are confusing elements and stuff we've even talked about this year, how it assumes that you know certain things about games, you really do have to think outside the box with some puzzles. That said, because of the linearity of most of these and kind of like what July was saying, how if you've played one, you kind of get how to play the others for the most part. Um, It was always so easy for me to enjoy. uh, But I would say even after, you know, the huge consumption that we did this year, um dedicating our lives to this series (laughs) i still really enjoy it and um feel like i know it even better than i did before and now i can really see the differences uh in in the games and like i can i i know the quirks about each of them even more than i used to and um i did also want to quickly shout out uh a few Zelda resources that like I have poured over this year as I've been enjoying games or just like filling the air in my home. Uh, a couple YouTube channels. There's a great YouTube channel called Liam Triforce out there. There is Game Maker's Toolkit, which does a series called Boss Keys that talks about like Zelda dungeon design throughout this throughout the series. Um, there's a few podcasts I really like, like another Zelda podcast. There's also um tandem legends which i've talked about before uh also there's some other bigger podcasts that just do a bunch of zelda content like retronauts and and of course uh kane and rinse um but there's just been so much enjoyable stuff on the internet for me to 
Uh, and a lot of just so much. It turns out the series has fans. Isn't that crazy, guys? <laughs> so, no. you know, no, you don't believe it? Well, really? Yeah. Come so, on. There's, it's just been fun to see so much outpouring of enjoyment from just fans of the series. So I, I just wanted, if anyone's looking for more after this, um, which I'm sure they're going to just re-listen to the whole series again, check out that stuff. You'll, I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, um, that sounds great. I, I, uh, and of course, like ZeldaDungeon.net, <laughs> like stuff oh, yeah, like Zelda that Dungeon's for like great. for like mm-hmm. walk literal like walkthroughs. I uh, relied on that probably the most of anything because mm-hmm. I just got stuck again and again on so many of the games. But I guess so. This uh, reflecting back on this entire year, like this is definitely one of my favorite video game series of all time. This has to be. I think it's probably if you're honest with yourself and you like games as much as I do, it's there's it's it's hard to beat in some ways just action adventure games. Um this is this is one of the best. Um after playing so many of the handheld versions of this game of the of this series, I like I guess you know, I I feel like I can understand why the series has felt at times stagnant or plateaued because th- when they do take big swings or bigger risks, sometimes they don't always work. And I think that is the that's the rub if you're going to try to do something new and innovative and interesting that sometimes it won't be very good or it won't hold up to scrutiny over time. You know, like in the ex- in the example of Skyward Sword, like I think that was people were pretty hot on it when it first came out, and then motion controls in general just soured in everyone's mouth. Um, yeah, it was nasty. It was nasty. I, uh, you know, I I've I've watched as I've grown up with Nintendo, watched them become more and more like a Disney corporation than than anything else. You know, like where they start to get really close to their branding and really close to, okay, Link can do this, but he can't do that. And, you know, like they get really rulesy with the IPs, especially Mario. Mario's probably the most Mickey Mouse of their entire franchise. Like, I think I read something like like in Mario versus Rabbids, he's not allowed to, like, ever be made a fool of. <laughs> so they just do that to Luigi the whole time. They're like Luigi's the one is allowed to like fall down and fart and stuff. But like Mario just always is like, Hmm, stoic or something. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, I, I kind of miss, uh, and definitely I think favored the earlier half of the Zelda stuff, uh, than the later half. Um, because of because of the I, th- I think you know a little bit of a lack of innovation in some cases and then in some cases just like playing it really really safe and I think Breath of the Wild is an ex- is a is definitely an example of them not playing it as safe and them doing something a little bit more innovative and a little bit more creative with the series thus that game to me doesn't really feel like a Zelda game in some ways yeah. it feels like something else and I think but I think that's great. Um, even if I would have, pref- even if it's not my favorite Zelda for that reason, I th- still think like I want, you know, for the future, I would love to see more innovations out of Zelda kill link in a game, see what happens, you know, do something crazy. Like, uh, 
I, I don't know what it would be, but it would definitely, but definitely after playing all these games, kind of July, what you were saying, you know, they feel like this, the same cycle, you know, it's the same cycle over and over again. You're getting mm-hmm. different flavors of it, different varieties, but it's the same arc. It's the same structure in a lot of, in a lot of ways. It had me by the end of uh, Zelda games club going like, yeah, give me something other than Ganon. Give me something to save other than Zelda. Give me something other, you know, like give me the Pickery sword. I don't want the master sword. I forget the master sword. I want the Pickery sword. I want something different. I want, you know, put Zelda in different clothes, put him in different outfits, I, train conductor outfit. That's great. He looks cute in that. I don't want to, yeah. you know, it's always green, you know? Um, so maybe I a bikini think, or something, but yeah. a bikini, give him a selfie stick for crying out loud. Sure. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah. So that's, that's just sort of my, my whole thing leaving, leaving Zelda games club is I'm just like, I'm like, this is, this is an excellent a plus triple a series that is stood withstood the test of time um and uh i can't wait to play breath of the wild too i think that's another thing i'm like can't wait to play that game because i feel like they're gonna make good on some uh on some some promises that that studio that that team has been trying to get done since skyward sword in uh, breath of the wild too mm. and um hopefully they you know they'll they'll lean into not just what makes their series great but what makes them uh what made it unique in the beginning which was innovation and new ideas so wow yeah that's gonna do it for the legend of zelda games club oh my god it's over yeah yeah um why don't we does anyone want to plug (laughs) i guess yeah july you want to plug as you're pushing that really heavy uh crate yeah yeah, I have some. Uh, oh, before I plug, I want to give some shout outs to some of the characters in the series that I think should uh, get some more credit and attention. Uh, the pirate from, I want to say Majora's Mask, who wants a photo of a female pirate. Shout yes. out to that character. That pervert. Wait, it's just like he's just a pirate. He's not a pervert. No, I don't. I don't know. Want to shout out uh, Link's grandmother in Wind Waker? Another. Mm-hmm fantastic character i want to shout out um sort of the evil uh, uh, i guess assistant to zelda in phantom hourglass uh and then um who else i want to shout out i want to shout out bruce yes skyward sword i mean that to me is uh we need more characters like that speaking of stars we need more bruce Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Uh, and yeah, what do I want to plug? Um, I guess I want to plug the, uh, uh, the next game clubs, uh, uh, series that we're going to do leisure suit, Larry coming at you for 2022 coming gonna, at you. Yes. It's coming at you. C U M I N G. We're going to do every single game in leisure suit, Larry, including the one for the Xbox 360 where it's all 3d. Yes. Perfect. And we're only getting perverts as guests. Yes. Was that why you put a bunch of stuff on my calendar? (laughs) Yeah, that's why. Um, Yeah, I'll plug some stuff. Uh, If you don't already, check out my... This is Connor McCabe again. I know I got introduced (laughs) at the top of the show. Uh, I'm sorry, that was July speaking the whole time. Yes, that was July speaking. This is July speaking. The the third voice is... That's Jeremy Schmidt. Um, You should check out my podcast, Call Me By Your Game, where I sit down with a guest and talk to them about a special game from their past. You can also follow me on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. 
and uh, follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. Um, I've gotten back into streaming this last week. What the heck? Who, who knew it was going to happen? Um, but I've been playing through Metroid Prime. I'm a decent way through that game, I believe. I just got the power bomb. Uh, so I'm I'm making nice. a lot of progress and I'm probably going to keep playing fun stuff on there. So give me a follow. And, and uh, yeah, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, come to my Twitch channel at 6 p.m. Pacific time and watch our GameCube Space Solace where we do a fantasy desert island draft of our favorite GameCube games. It's going to be eight of us. It's going to be... I, I'm so excited about it. That's all yeah. I've been texting Jeremy about this week, but yes. it's going to be great. It's been great. Yeah, so if you're listening to this the morning it releases, you have still have a chance to catch us this evening. Oh, and I guess you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. And uh, again, just thank you so much for subscribing to the Patreon. We would have been able to do this without you. Uh, everyone at the $10 tier, uh, we appreciate you. Um, all you DJ toads. All you DJ toads out there. And, uh, you know, be on the lookout. We, we, have, we have made little hints, little sneaking hints at perhaps what our next game club is going gonna, is gonna to be. Um, I will, of course, have to confirm that. Um, with everybody to make and and we'll, we'll I think this, this we said it I said it it's Legion Suit Larry <laughs> 2022. Anyways, uh, but yeah, be on the lookout for uh, a, a formal an announcement of what it's going to be. This all was, right, I, listeners, get ready to get horny, horned up, uh, hor- <laughs> horny and horned up, uh, listening to this uh, uh, new series. Legion Suit Larry. Yes, uh, Leisure we're, Pod. We're all going to be talking like this. Instead, yeah, leisure pod horny is what we're gonna call it. <laughs> and uh, look, wait, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you on the next game. Show.